Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. The credit card debt, I didn't really believe it. I didn't think it was possible at the time. And after about six months of him bugging me, I went over for an interview to check it out and really saw how it was helpful to clients and, and really you know changing their lives and wanted to know more about it and get involved and that was back in probably 2005 and been here ever since very good and dan give us your history briefly and how you got to where you are today well the, the way we got into debt settlement i was a financial planner this is back in the late 1990s and literally 100 percent of the people that we sat down with to try to help financially had credit card debt. They all had and were spending four, five, six hundred dollars a month in interest on their credit card payments, and that money was just being burned, just thrown away. So it didn't take us long to determine that if we were really going to help these people, we needed to first get them out of debt so they weren't wasting so much uh, money on interest. And that's how we started looking for the best ways to get people out of credit card debt as quickly and inexpensively as possible. And uh, that's when we first heard about debt settlement, and we started exploring the debt settlement option back in the, the 1999, and uh, it's been full steam ahead since then. Very good. Let's start with the, the broad outlines of the program, of, of the, the problem. What is the amount of people that have debt that's really very burdensome to them, and they're behind on their debts? Oh boy, I don't know about what percentage, but I would say a, a, a lot of people actually have credit card debt. The majority of people out there in the United States have some form of credit card debt. And as far as, you know, more specifically to your, your question, if it's a problem or not, it really depends on the individual because everybody has different tolerances as far as, you know, what is a problem and what's not. But are a lot of people on their credit card debt and, and facing all kinds of penalties and higher interest and so on? Yeah, it's a little, there are a lot of people that, that are getting to that point right now. It's actually been slow, I would say, over the last uh, 12 months to two years with the pandemic. Um, everybody thinks that we'd be really, really busy. A lot of um, people in the United States getting in trouble or needing our help, but it's kind of been the, the opposite, you know, with the, company, the whole country on a lockdown, if you would, and not being able to go out and spend your money with restaurants and travel and things of that nature. People weren't using their credit cards too much. But you also have the government that was stepping in and, and giving out a lot of extra money and, and deferrals on, on different payments and so forth. So it kind of had an adverse effect. Clients were actually able to pay down their credit card debts, which is great for them. You know, that's ultimately what we want. But it was uh, slow for our business. But now that we're coming out of the pandemic and people are, you know, getting back to their lives of going out and, you know, going out to restaurants and traveling, governments cut off a lot of their aid, um, also combined with inflation. That's the new big one right now. You know, people unfortunately are having to use their credit cards again to, um, you know, spend money and afford things. And we noticed an uptick in our, our calls and people, you know, seeking help right now. So credit card balances are definitely on the rise again and people getting into trouble. So when you're behind on your credit card debt, why can't people just negotiate with the creditors directly and get this settled and not, not have to use an outside service like yours to get the situation resolved? 
Well, the fact is they can do it themselves, um, but they don't really know exactly what kind of a deal they can get. And, and we do this on a, a day in and day out uh, basis. And a lot of people think they can, you know, as soon as they start to get in trouble, they can call a bank and, and negotiate some sort of a deal. But that usually kicks them in the butt because a lot of banks say, oh, you've got a financial, uh, a financial issue right now. And they actually flag the account and raise the interest rate because now, now you become a potential problem. And we sure don't want that to happen. So um, calling us, you know, we know what kind of uh, deals we can get because we do it all day, day in and day out. On the phone, they might get some sort of a, a mediocre offer, if any offer at all. And uh, it's, it, we tend to do a much better job for the client than them doing it themselves. So how can you get a better deal than they could get on their own uh, negotiating with the bank directly? Well, you know, like we can't guarantee that we're going to get a better deal on every single account, but it, it's kind of, you know, the idea of, you know, what do you do for a living, Jordan? You know, you talk on the phone to people and so forth. Does that mean that Dan and I could jump in there and, and host calls and, and talk on the phone? Sure, we could do that, but do we, could we do it as good as you could do it? Well, no, we probably couldn't. And that's why we're professionals. That's what we do all day, every day. You know, yeah, somebody who's a mechanic or a hairdresser, could they possibly call in and get a settlement and, and maybe a good deal from time to time? Sure. But are they going to do it as well as our trained professionals who do it day in, day out, 40 hours a week for years? No, because that, that's our job. That's our business. And we're really good at it. And we know all the different credit cards out there in the banks and when the right time to approach them is. Timing is a very, very big um, factor in this. And then also we know how low we can get the settlements for and roughly how many payments we can get. So, yes, they can do it on their own. And we welcome that. Usually for cases where they maybe only have like one account, maybe a couple, or they're smaller balances. Sure, it makes more sense. You could try it yourself. But if somebody has six, seven credit cards or more, with thousands and thousands of dollars of credit card debt with extremely large balances, uh, it, we, we've seen it, it. It's definitely better to hand it over to professionals and let them manage it for you. What is a typical uh, discount off of what you owe that people should expect, even a range of uh, when they're settling a debt? Are they going to get 50 cents on the dollar or 70 cents or 30 cents? What would be a range of what people should expect using your service? It, it's, a, it's a wide range, to be honest with you. It's anything from getting the debt completely forgiven or waived or written off, which is very, very rare. I have to stress it's very, very rare. It does not happen very often, but it's possible. And all the way to paying the full amount back, which is 100% of the balance um, over time. So that, that's the wide range. It's literally the whole end of the spectrum. But our average across the board, with all the good, all the bad, and everything in between, is right at about 47% is what we pay back. And that's getting a discount of about 53%. And you're saying if they tried to negotiate directly, they would get far less than that? It's hard to say, but generally speaking, from the clients that we deal with and the situations that they've come in to play here, that generally speaking, they don't usually get that good of deals, no. They generally get higher deals because they don't know how low they can go with the banks and how far they can push and when to push and what departments to deal with and so forth. So they don't usually get that good of deals, no. You said that timing is important. Do you have to be behind on your debts uh, before you can get a deal? If you're current, you're struggling, but you're current with all your debts, can you get a debt settlement deal? 
Well, I, I don't like to, have, to say never or always, you know, those type, of, those type of answers. But generally speaking, when somebody is current on their credit cards, no, the banks generally do not settle with them. They may try to get them into a hardship program or something of that nature, but no, generally speaking, they will not get into a settlement when they're current. It usually takes about three to six months for the doors to start opening, and some banks even wait till after charge-off, which is after over six months of delinquency, before they really start opening up the doors and are really willing to negotiate. Now, during the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs, and there were hardship provisions. How did the pandemic affect the ability to get debt settlements? Um, well, we thought at first we were going to get really busy because people were working from home, and they couldn't go to work, and they were losing income. And until the government started um, sending them additional monies to pay the bills, um, the the credit card debt actually was getting paid off rather than going behind. That's how the pandemic affected. Um, now with things coming to the end, we see people starting to use credit cards again. In fact, there was just a report on uh, Yahoo Finance that we read just this morning that in the last two months of 2021, credit card spending has skyrocketed and it's up to now $856 billion. In fact, it said it skyrocketed at the fastest pace in 22 years, in the last three months of 2021. So, sorry to say, but it looks like people are gonna start getting in trouble again. And unless the, unless the government kicks in again, starts paying people money again. Which is pretty unlikely. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez, who is the negotiations manager, and Dan Smith, who is the president of New Era Debt Solutions a service that can help people settle their credit card debt. You can find out more at their website, which is neweradebtsolutions.com. We'll be back after this. In 2007, the guy who two roommates says, rented out an air mattress to strangers to earn a little extra money. Their little experiment turned into Airbnb and exploded into a worldwide phenomenon with rentals of over 100,000 cities. But one of those cities didn't want anything to do with the startup, New York. Business Wars is a podcast from Wondery that examines the world's biggest company rivalries and how the outcomes of those battles shape what we buy and how we live. In the new season, Airbnb versus New York City, you can hear how the battle with the city became a symbol of the struggle between startups and regulators. As Airbnb hosts realized how lucrative this side hustle could be, it quickly expanded to include entire apartments, luxury units, and even castles. Soon, real estate speculators were snapping up properties left and right to rent out on Airbnb. So rather than make money for regular people, as it promised, Airbnb began to limit New York's already short supply of affordable housing. Angry renters complained so much that New York City officials decided to do something about it. But Airbnb wasn't going down without a fight. It's really fascinating to hear how this all worked out between Airbnb and New York City. Listen to Business Wars on Apple Podcasts, app, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. 
But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez, who is the negotiations manager, and Dan Smith, who is the president of New Era Debt Solutions, which is a company that helps people settle their credit card debt. Welcome back to both of you. Hey, Jordan. Thank you. So let's go through the process. So say somebody comes to you and they've got, I'll just make up a number, $10,000 worth of uh, credit card debt, and they're behind. They haven't been paying for the last two or three months. Take us step-by-step through the process that they would go through to get that uh, debt settled. All right. Well, first of all, we would go over the different cards that they had or the different accounts that they would have that they're delinquent on and find out if they're actually acceptable into our program or not. So we would take a look at to see what accounts would qualify. And then number two, we would probably go over all of their finances with them, even briefly, just to make sure that they're actually having trouble paying back their credit cards and that there's not a viable way for them just to pay them off. because. You know, we, we're only doing this um, this program for people that really have a, a hardship and that really need some help in, in getting out of credit card debt. So once they we determine that they have the right accounts or accounts that would qualify for program and that they are uh, having difficulties in paying them off on their own and do have a hardship, then we go through the details about setting them up with the program. Okay. Um... So, so you, you do an analysis before you actually sign them up is that, to make sure that they're going to be uh, a fit and, and it's going to help them. Is that correct? Yes. We, we don't want to waste their time or waste our time. So, yeah, we, we do a, a, a brief underwriting, if you would, or qualifying of just getting familiar with the client and what their situation is because a lot of people, when you, we talk to them, they're not exactly sure what debt settlement is and they might you know say a different term like debt consolidation or um, credit consumer counseling there's there's slightly different variations to get out of debt and they might not know exactly what they need so we try to hear them out find out what's going on in their life 
what their situation is, and then we see if they're going to be a good fit for debt settlement. And if they're not, then we refer them to one of the other avenues that might be a better fit for them. Is there a minimum amount of debt they need to bring to the table? Yeah, it, it varies depending on the type of debt, but we usually say about $10,000 in credit card debt total for the program to make sense. There are a few exceptions. If um, they have a little bit less than that and maybe it's with one card um, and they can afford enough per month for the program, it could work. But we say usually about $10,000 in total credit card debt. It can be one card or does it have to be several cards, two or more? No, we just ask for the minimum per card to be generally usually about $750 per card. So it can be um, a collection of cards or it could be one card. Okay, so now they've gone through the initial underwriting process and you've agreed that they, you can help them. What is the next step in the process? All right, so then we actually start you know, really going into who we are and what we're about here at, the, at New Era Debt Solutions. We, we're re really a transparent company, so we really want to explain to them the, the good, the bad, the ugly of what they are to, to see in the program and what the whole program details. Then once they're okay with that and they want to learn a little bit more about it, we send them over an application for them to review and to fill out. Okay, so they fill in the application, which basically says what their credit card is, the amount of debt. It, it's also going to look at their income and their ability to repay, right? correct? Correct. So, okay, so once you got that application in, then what's the next step? Okay, then what we would do is we would get that over to our underwriting department. They would verify the different debts in the program. Again, make sure that everything adds up, that there are accounts that we can actually enroll here and you know possibly get them outcomes for debt settlement and set up the, the bank account with a third-party vendor and so forth. So are there some creditors that will cooperate with you and some that will not? Yes, most creditors will cooperate with us, but some, some types of debt, I would say, uh, we do not um, enroll here in the program. So what, what are those that do not count? Secure debt. Okay, so that's mortgages, that's cars, anything attached to a particular yes. asset. How about uh, student loans? And, and also, oh, sorry to interrupt you, I just wanted to say also uh, federally backed student loans, we do not accept those in the program. How about medical debt? We can help out with medical debt. Okay. Are there other kinds of unsecured loans that you can deal with other than credit cards and medical debt? Yeah, there there are. I mean, there's believe it or not, there's all kinds of different types of unsecured loans out there. It could be, for instance, if they owned a property and they did a short sale on it and maybe they still owe on the second, but now they don't have the house. That could be like an unsecured debt. Or for instance, they had a car and maybe it got repoed or they turned the car back in, but there was still a remaining balance on it. That would be um, an unsecured debt now that they don't have the car any longer. Or personal loans. That's actually a real big one these days, especially online. There's numerous different types of online personal loans that people are utilizing, and we can accept those as well because they're unsecured. Okay, so basically you can take any unsecured debt except for student loans, which is not really secured as such. Okay, so you, you've now well, done all that. So, so now the next step is you contact the creditors on their behalf, or do they have to put money in escrow? What's the next step after they've filled out the application and they fully know where things stand? What is the next step? 
Okay, so the escrow account or a third-party account, because we do not hold the money here, we, we keep it in a separate, uh, safe, protected account for them. So every month that they're not able to pay their credit card bills, that money, what they can afford, which is usually a little bit less, they start separating that money aside and depositing that into their account. And so that way they start accumulating money each month that we will in turn use to settle their accounts once the timing is right. And sometimes we just have to wait a little bit. We will approach the different banks and the credit cards and touch base with them and see if we can start to settle. But sometimes it takes three months, six months, a year before the banks are really ready to start negotiating. So we have the clients accumulate funds in their personal account as we go through the process. So while that's happening, they're not paying their debts. They're not paying their credit card debts. The money's going into the escrow. And I assume they're getting all kinds of threatening calls and letters and emails and all kinds of collection efforts. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. We're creating the ability to settle. So unfortunately, because the banks do not negotiate settlement at the time the clients are current or even in the first month of delinquency in most cases, yes, we are waiting and creating the ability to settle, correct. So how is the client supposed to withstand that barrage of collection efforts, which can be quite intrusive and threatening? The best, the best way to deal with it, honestly, is just to ignore them. You know, don't answer your phone unless it's a call that you can identify and that you know who it is. Anybody important or anything important will leave a voice message and you can call them back. And then any statements or mail that you get in, in the mail, any type of um, mail that you receive, forward it over to us so that we can analyze it for you and let you know if it's good, bad, or anything in between. Is that legal for the banks to do, or is it considered abusive debt collection if they're doing all these calls and uh, threatening letters and so on? Well, it is legal within reason, but there are some different um, laws that do protect the clients out there, and sometimes the banks will overstep those boundaries, and we usually recommend that our clients do sign up with a, um, a legal plan, if you would, and those legal plans do monitor that for our clients. So they're also there protecting and watching out to make sure that the, the banks and the creditors stay within the ropes, if you would, or stay within their guidelines. And if they do start crossing those guidelines, we have the legal plan there to assist the client in acting on it if they, do, if they choose to do so. This is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act you're talking about, right? So what would be considered legal and what would be considered over the line as far as collection procedures? Well, I don't really want to go into that because I'm, we're not attorneys here and we can't provide legal advice. Um, so I would just direct the, the clients to the website, I guess, or to look it up online and to, to review that directly there. So is your experience with your clients that the banks usually stay on the right side or they step, they go over the line and doing abusive debt collection practices? Well, usually the banks are, are pretty good at keeping in line. Usually see trouble when they, uh, the debt goes to a debt buyer who aren't so usually stringent when it comes to the FDCPA rules or, or they send a debt out to a debt collection agencies who sometimes like to to bend the rules a bit, <laughs> that's where you usually start seeing the problems. But from the, usually the, the banks themselves, they're usually pretty good at staying within the guidelines. So my understanding is that if they are abusive, for example, they call at late hours or they threaten to get you arrested or something like that, that you have a case uh, as a debtor against them 
um, as long as you have it recorded or something like that. Is that correct? You can make an FDCPA case against uh, abusive uh, collection practices? Yes, you can. And the legal plan will go over that with the client. They will basically let them know what the most common violations are and what to look for. And if one of those violations start occurring, what they need to do in order to, um, to hold them accountable for it. Correct. Very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez, who's the negotiations manager, and Dan Smith, who is the president of New Era Debt Solutions, which helps people settle their unsecured debts. You can find out more at their website, neweradebtsolutions.com. Uh, they also have a phone number, which is 866-527-6639. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez, who's the negotiations manager, and Dan Smith, who is the president of New Era Debt Solutions, which is a company that helps you uh, settle your unsecured debts like credit cards, their website is neweradebtsolutions.com. Welcome back to both of you. Hey, George. Thank you. Okay. So we, we're now in the process here. You put money aside in escrow. Uh, you're getting all these nasty calls and letters, and you're basically supposed to ignore them. Uh, now, say after three months, six months, whatever it may be, you've got a certain amount built up in your escrow account. Describe the process that you have when you're talking. Is there a specific department in each of the banks you already know these people? Just tell us a little bit about the negotiation process of getting a settlement. 
Okay. Yeah, for the most part, the major banks out there, they do have special departments for us to deal with. And we strike relationships with these people. We work with them day in and day out, some of them for years. And so we have a good relationship with them. We know roughly what the guidelines are and what we can settle for. So it's kind of just analyzing each client situation a little bit differently because every client will be a little different. They, some people have certain credit cards and others have others. Certain clients have bigger accounts with certain banks than others. So that's part of the process of going to professionals like us is we look at your whole portfolio and we can analyze and find the best way to get you out of debt and also the quickest and for hopefully the, the least amount of money. So that's part of our negotiators and what they're doing to analyze is when we can settle with who for roughly what amount and, and how to structure the different settlements because most of these clients they don't have all the money to settle all their credit card debt or they wouldn't be in this situation. So they can only afford you know, so much money per month. So that's up to us to try to use that money as efficiently as possible and you know, possibly settle this one now and, and get so many payments or push one off a little bit later and get more payments on that one to try to um, avoid a, a higher settlement later on. And that's really what our negotiators do is navigate the client through the process the best that we can. What kind of leeway do they have at the banks, and what makes them give you more or less of a discount uh, based on the way you negotiate with them? Well, one of the big things is hardship, you know, what the client situation is. Um, or they really have a situation that, you know, created a, a big hardship. You know, these are good people who've been paying their accounts for a long time, and, and life happened, and they're, they're stuck. They're in a hole. They need some help, and they're not bad people. And so hardship is a, a big factor on it. Number two, it's having the money. You know, all these different creditors, they all want the money. And when the client only has so much to give them, they do have some power. They don't realize, but they, they do. They have some power. And so we talk to the different banks and basically say, hey, we got a little bit of money from, you know, our client here and who's willing to work with them based on their hardship. And sometimes it just goes to the, the, the bank that's going to give them the best deal at the time. Okay. So, so, so you negotiate with each of the, say they've got five credit cards, you'll have a different deal with each of the different credit cards. Some will give more, some will give less discounts, and then it all adds up to a particular dollar amount. And then... You or the third party makes payments to the banks from that escrow account? Is that the way it works? Yes, we have the third party make the payments. We do not hold any of the money here at New Era. The clients put their deposit, their, their money, they deposit it into that third party trust account, and they make all the payments correct. And the client continues to make the payments to the escrow account, never to the creditor directly. Is that correct? For the most for the most part. Uh, we don't prohibit them from paying the creditor directly, and they can in certain circumstances, but there's a lot of liability that people don't realize in making those payments to the creditors. If, for instance, we put a client into a deal for 12 months with no interest on a settlement, we have to make sure that all those payments get to that bank or that creditor on time and that there's also proof of that. And if one of those payments gets there late or doesn't get there to the, the destination and we don't have proof of that, it can void the whole entire settlement. And then all that money that the client was paying towards that settlement could get applied to the overall balance and you'd have to start all over. And that's a horrible situation. And a lot of clients who try to do this on their own 
end up coming to us because they've had issues doing it on their own because there's so many little details like dotting the I's, crossing the T's that we know and because we've done this for so long, this is our job, and that we take safeguards to make sure that these things don't happen whereas clients don't realize that and something as simple as you know one payment on a 12 payment settlement gets there one day late could void and throw off the whole entire deal and take their whole financial situation and throw it in a tailspin if you would wow uh-huh okay so they so you'll have a schedule after you've done the negotiation you've got a, agreements with each of the bank states five banks then you'll know you'll be able to tell the client when uh, they'd be able to com- be completely out of debt and have it all paid off, whether it's a year. I mean, what is the typical time that the debts are paid off when you've entered a, a program like that? Our clients usually, it usually takes from the time they start to the time they finish on an average of two to three years. And it really depends on, you know, what deals that we can get with the banks, because there's a little bit of variable there, and then also how much money the client can come up with. So when we work out a deal with a client, and let's just say, you know, we come up with an estimated, it's all estimate, estimated amount that, uh, for them to deposit each month for, let's say, maybe 36 months. We might get deals or offers throughout the course of time where they don't have money in their trust account saved up or we just used it on another deal. But we don't stop there. If we're able to get them another deal, you know, sometimes back-to-back or at the same time, we're constantly conveying those offers over to the client because we never know if they can come up with money or if they can't, and that's up to them and, and their situation. So if we get good deals, we're constantly conveying those offers over to clients, and those clients who can go find that money or borrow that money or come up with it to, to get those settlements and to get that savings when the time comes up, those are the clients that really excel in the program. So say in the best of circumstances, they paid off in two years, something like that. And so uh, their credit report is going to show everything being current or the amount that they didn't pay, they, they save 50 cents on the dollar, whatever it may be. Does that 50 cents disappear? What, what happens to the amount that they saved? Well, just to kind of go over that in a, in a nutshell on a, on a broader thing. So basically, when a client, you know, has to go delinquent on their account, and just for the record, we don't advise any clients to go delinquent, but they have to choose to do that on their own accord. And once they start going delinquent on their account, it's an adverse effect on their credit rating. So their, their credit rating starts going down, and they start getting these delinquencies on there, these derogatory marks, right? But once we actually settle an account, it more or less becomes idle as they're settling, as they're paying off that account. And then once we actually settle it and and pay off that account, or what I should say, settle for less than the full balance, then the credit card companies start reporting that to the credit bureaus. And they usually have about 30 to 90 days from when the final payment uh, clears on that individual settlement. And once they start updating it with the credit bureaus as far as being resolved, and there's maybe four different ways that they can um, report it, then those accounts don't really hurt the credit, uh, the client's credit too much, and then they're able to start lifting their credit back up again. And we've seen actually that clients who graduate our program, their credit scores can actually become higher than where they were when they were current and joining our program because now their debt-to-income ratios look so much better. Now they don't have all that credit card debt out there. Is the uh, interest that's been forgiven considered taxable income by the IRS? It can be, yes. 
So usually it's $600 or more, uh, and it's not necessarily just income, it's just debt forgiven, but basically any debt that is settled or forgiven, that's $600 or more, we tell the clients that they can receive a 1099 on that, and we, we prepare them to. If in a case that they don't, well, that's really good, but we always ex, you know, tell the clients to expect a 1099 of $600 or more. However, there is a code in, in, the, in the taxes there, and again, I'm not a CPA and I can't give tax advice, but there is a, a code that has to deal with what's called insolvency. And you know, we always suggest that they go talk to a tax preparer while in our program or to hire a CPA if they don't have one already. Because if a client can claim insolvency or they can qualify for insolvency, then those 1099s or that forgiven debt might actually be waived and they may not have to pay on that. But under normal circumstances where they're not considered insolvent, you're gonna to have to come up with the money to pay the taxes on that imputed income, correct? Yes, and, and it usually goes by the tax year of what the final payment of that one account would be in. So, and what I mean by that is it's not going to be, you're not going to owe all that money right when you join our program, and you're not going to owe all that money right when you end the program. So because the program usually takes two to three years and the accounts are spread out throughout the process, at the end of the year when you receive all your um, W-2s or your 1099s and, you know, roughly in January, it would be for that last year, any debts that we finished the settlement, it would be where the final payment resided. And what kind of fees do you charge for providing these services? It depends on client and it depends on state because we have to abide by the federal laws as well as the individual state laws, but it usually varies from about 15 to 25%. Of the amount that's being uh, settled? Yeah, of the amount of debt when it was enrolled into the program. So if they come with $10,000 in debt, then the fees may be 2500 spread out over time? Usually it's due at the time of settlement when we actually perform. We don't charge any money up front and we don't charge any money monthly. We only charge money when we actually perform. So at the time, three to six months later, when you establish the escrow account and you've negotiated with the creditors and they say, yes, we're gonna give you 50 cents of the dollar, say, at that point you've got a plan, a written plan. At that point, they owe the fee for 25% uh, of what they owe. If it is the maximum fee of 25%, yes. And if we do settle that early on, yes. But if we get a really good deal for a client and they can't afford all the settlement fee at that time, we'll usually work with them a little bit on that and give them maybe a little bit of time. We don't try to let that fee be in the way of a client getting a really good deal. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but you, what you're saying is in the long run, they're going to save more by uh, getting the 50% or whatever it is off of the amount they owe, even though they have to pay a fee to you, even though they may have to pay taxes on the imputed income, um, and even though their credit score is gonna go down. You're saying overall it's still a savings from what they would be otherwise. 
Yes, correct. Because of the amount that they're paying on right now with interest, you know, for instance, if, and it says on the statements now, I believe it's law, you know, if you owe $10,000 on a card, for instance, it might say at this rate that you're paying on, you may pay back, you know, $15,000 or 20 or 25, depending how much they're paying back per per month. So that alone factored in all the interest and the time that they would be doing, whereas debt settlement, you know, the balances usually stop accruing interest and stop accruing balances. And then when we go in and settle for a discounted amount, yes, debt settlement, although it cannot be guaranteed, in, in most cases, they do save quite a bit of money um, off of the, the overall amount and quite a bit of time. That's the other thing is we always tell clients, you know, our goal is to get you out of debt as quick as possible. And then number two is to save you as much money as we can in the process. Very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez. He is the negotiations manager. And Dan Smith, who's the president of New Era Debt Solutions, which helps people get out and settle unsecured debts. You can find out more at their website, neweradebtsolutions.com, or their phone number is 866-527-6639. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Tony Hernandez, who is Negotiations Manager, and Dan Smith, who's President of New Era Debt Solutions. They help people get out of debt, particularly unsecured debt. You can find out more at their website, neweradebtsolutions.com. Their phone number, 866-527-6639. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. So tell us the impact on people's credit scores as you go into the process and as you come out of the process. All right. Well, their credit score, the client's credit score is going to go down. It, it's a fact. It is. But what we try to educate our clients on is it's only temporary. And you really don't need your credit score to be super high unless you're applying for some type of credit or maybe have it for some type of a high security job or whatnot. So it's just temporary. And it's really hard to kind of train clients or to educate them on that fact because if you're not looking to refinance your home or purchase a home or maybe refinance an expensive car or purchase a car, 
or some other big purchase, what do you really need your credit score high for right now? You know, we'll get it back there or it'll get back there on its own, but this is only temporary. When you join the program, your credit score is going to come down. Your, you know, while you save money and you create the ability to, to settle, it fits together with your hardship to create a situation where the banks will deal with you. But once we start settling these credit cards and your score starts improving right away, and uh, like we said earlier in the, in the show here, sometimes when clients get done with our program, they will see that their FICO score, their credit score, is actually higher than what it was when they came to us because now so much of their debt is gone and their debt-to-income ratio is much better. How is New Era Debt Solutions different from other companies in the debt settlement field? There had been a huge amount of people in debt settlement, and then they changed the rules, the Federal Trade Commission changed the rules where you can't charge fees up front, and a lot of companies disappeared from the field, basically. So how do you compare with others who remain in this field? Well, number one, you know, for clients out there looking around, we always say do your research. You know, really shop around, um, do some research on different companies out there. We've been around for a really long time. We've been around since 1999. We've been through all the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're going to be here to stay. So that longevity alone that we've been here a long time, we have a lot of experience on our hands, that's a, that's a really big thing. But like we said, go ahead and do some research, shop us, shop other companies, um, go online, go to our website, and also on our website, we have something called the, um, the 14 questions. And that's really, really helpful. We, we put that out there for all clients looking around, and we welcome them to take a look at those 14 questions, and it really helps, you know, you, get educated, but also decide on a, a proper debt settlement company or one that will actually be looking out for your best interest. So now let's briefly compare going through debt settlement to the other options and the pros and cons of it compared to other options. The big one people hear all about is consumer credit counseling. How is debt settlement better or different from credit counseling? Sure. Well, credit consumer counseling is basically paid for by the banks and the creditors. So, you know, I always ask the question, you know, do these people really have your best interest out there? Or does a company like Debt Settlement, who is actually hired for by the client and protecting the client? So would you rather be with a company, consumer credit counseling, that's funded by the banks? Or would you rather be in Debt Settlement, which is more or less funded by and on the side of the people? So that's one of the big differences. Number two is your credit score. Your credit score will not go down with the credit consumer counseling program like it will in debt settlement because they do make payments every single month to your creditors. So that is a plus. But like I said before, if you don't need your credit score for a few years because you're not doing one of those big purchases, it really doesn't really have a big factor. It should make a big factor in your decision. And number three, I would say the difference is is the time that you will be paying these off. Because credit consumer counseling does make a payment every month, you will be paying the full balances as well as the interest. They may lower the interest a little bit, but you're still gonna be paying the full balances on your cards plus interest, at least some interest. So the amount of time that it takes to get out of debt is gonna be much longer in credit consumer counseling than debt settlement. And the amount of money that you're paying back is gonna be significantly more 
um, money in credit consumer counseling than it would be in debt settlement. So debt settlement is a quicker program. It is generally a cheaper program. And, you know, based on the, the main differences, we're on the side of the consumer. We're hired by the consumer to protect the consumer. And the real only negative thing that I can see there is that their credit score will go down. But like I stressed again, it is only temporary and it will come back up. The other possibility is a debt consolidation loan. Why would that be better or worse than debt settlement? Well, we don't really look at that as a, a, a valid way to get out of credit card debt. It is considered one of the five. You are correct. But it's more or less just kind of consolidating or transferring the debt. And, and we're not in that business. We're trying to get people out of debt. We're trying to get people out of debt as quick as possible and for the least amount of money as possible. That may come into play credit consumer or um, um, debt consolidation if maybe somebody has a lot of small accounts and it's really hard to keep up on all of them. And there's you know so many different people to pay each month and it, it's troublesome. You might want to just wrap it all up into one loan. but for the most cases, I wouldn't suggest it. And then the final alternative is bankruptcy. So what are the pros and cons of debt settlement versus bankruptcy? Well, bankruptcy is a, is a valid option, obviously. And usually that's your, um, your last option, you know, your last option. That's, that's at the end of the road. Most people do not want to file for bankruptcy or they can't file for bankruptcy. So debt settlement is usually the last line of defense before bankruptcy. So a lot of clients will come to us in lieu of filing for bankruptcy because they, they want to try to do something with their creditors. They feel morally obligated to pay something um, back, but maybe they just can't afford right now to pay the full balances back. So, you know, bankruptcy is for, you know, an option for most people out there. However, you have the implications of bankruptcy being on your credit for, you know, 10 years, 7 to 10 years on your record there. Or also you carrying that burden for the rest of your life when you do go in for a job interview or you answer tough questions. Have you ever filed for bankruptcy before? Then clients will have to say, yes, I did at one point and explain that. So debt settlement helps to avoid those situations. What kind of a graduation rate do you have of people who enter the program fully and signed up for it and so on? What kind of, is it 90% of the people end up graduating paying off all their debts or is it less than that? Just give me a rough idea of your graduation rate. Okay, that's a tough one, Jordan. It's a good question, but it's a tough one because there's different, you know, gauges of uh, graduation or different levels of success. But I would have to say probably about 82% right now currently on our clients who join actually complete the program in full. And are the ones who do not, they typically go into bankruptcy, or what typically happens to the 18% who don't make it? It's kind of split. You know, there is some people that, you know, do have to file for bankruptcy. There are some clients that literally can't even afford our program, and they just, you know, kind of want to take their chances out there and hopes that these things are going to go away, which generally they don't. So there's, there's come, you know, a couple different options out there that, that happen, but it, it's usually split. In the minute or so we have left, why don't you just kind of summarize the difference it would make in people's lives with a lot of debt to use your services to get out of it? Wow. 
You know, the, the best thing I could try to sum it up on is if you get to a situation where you have all this credit card debt for one reason or another and you feel like you're just treading water, you're not able to, you know, get above ground, you, you can't catch up, you can't get ahead, and you carry all this stress of all this debt on your shoulders and you're sending these big checks of just interest rate and, and their payments every month and you're not making any ground, you really want to try to reassess your situation and maybe give us a call and maybe look into this because, you know, we could take that financial burden and that stress and all that debt off your shoulders. We can handle it for you and possibly get you out of debt in as early as two to three years, sometimes even quicker than that, and free up all that money that you were you were paying to these banks and creditors and use that money to spend it on things that you would like to spend money on, like your family and, and yourselves and your trips and your future. Very good. Well, thanks so much. My guests this hour have been Tony Hernandez, he's the negotiations manager, and Dan Smith, who's the president of New Era Debt Solutions, helps people settle their credit card debt and other unsecured debts. Their website is neweradebtsolutions.com, and their phone number 866-527-6639. Thanks both for being on The Money Answer Show. Yeah, it was a pleasure, Jordan. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you both, and we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.